Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. Plus, you know, on the last uh, preview podcast, we went over some of the other things, uh, the tools and tricks that you can find on that uh, wonderful app and website to help you build some winning lineups. You can check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man. You know, we uh, went over week eight, the week that was. And boy, if there's ever been a week, we did a first look. If there's ever been a week where more stuff changed from uh, Monday to Wednesday evening, I don't know what it has been. I mean, we've got guys going on COVID. Um, We got, uh, you know, uh, real bad off field stuff with with the Raiders, you know. Yeah, yeah, he gone. See you, Henry. Uh, We've got uh, just so much. uh, The you know, immunized versus vaccinated Aaron Rodgers weirdness. Oh, uh, it, it has been a crazy past couple days. Yes, it's been a wild one. And the sad thing is, is I don't think we're done yet. So whatever we tell you guys on this show, grain of salt, people. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, it just has that feel right now that we it's going to be a, a bumpy one. A bumpy week, maybe a bumpy couple weeks, it looks like. We're they in the chop for sure. Yeah, we had this last year. They had a couple rough weeks. And then everybody got, got their stuff together. Like, hey. Guys, let's go. Last year, I mean, I remember Joe and I doing this show, and, you know, uh, half the team would be out. Remember when the yep. Broncos uh, QB yep. room all uh, huddled together for whatever reason and a wide receiver had to start for them, Kendall Hinton? Yep. So uh, just it, it's we're starting to get into that kind of uh, territory of the year where flu season is upon us, which means COVID season is also upon us. Yes, so. it's uh, the sickness, as they say. Was that corn or disturbed? Disturbed down with the sickness. That's what's yeah. that's what's happening right here. So that's a lot um, of guys' uh, status this week is they're down with the COVID. Yes, down with the COVID, and uh, so we'll get to that and all the fun stuff and things along with that. But um, we'll start with the betting and picks for the week, as usual, on your Wednesday week nine action. Four teams are on by, but before we get there. I was kind of starting to run away with this, but Bogman put it together eight and seven against the spread. I was six and nine, and Boggs was seven and eight against or on the uh, totals. I was six and nine, so he creeped back in a little bit, a little bit. So yeah, we're we're we're, we're tight. We're getting better. Spurs. Look, we're learning more about these teams as the week goes on, so it's going to look a little better, hopefully. But uh, it's been a wacky year for sure. I mean, who thought Mike Magic Mike White? Was gonna go crazy like he did, and that's our lead in too because they are playing on Thursday night. That game becomes way more interesting. Way more interesting. Jets head into Indianapolis on Thursday night football. No T. White Hilton. You have um, you know, Carson Wentz and company kind of blew it. They had their chance to have a big win against the Titans. You had the Jets coming in, Magic Mike throwing for over 400 yards. We talked about it on the preview show, basically one of the, the fantasy gold mines last week. And can he replicate it? That's the question. Indianapolis is minus 10 and a half point home favorites on Thursday night with a total of 46 Bogman. How do you see this one breaking down? Man, I don't know if he can replicate it. That might have been a one off, but I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to take the Jets in this game. I just think that this number is too big, specifically for what we have seen transpire on Thursday night football, right? 
last week, I didn't think that the Packers had a chance going in, especially down, uh, you know, their best offensive weapon in Devontae Adams. And they played the Cardinals real hard on the road. Now, that is different situations, of course, because the Packers are a good team. The Jets, I wouldn't say, are a good team. But Mike White looked good. And I think the bigger thing for me than him just looking good, uh, I, them getting Michael Carter more involved overall is, is much, much bigger. And um, seeing him get two weeks in a row, a bunch of push in the receiving game is really, uh, I think that's, it opens up so much. Like we don't know if Corey Davis is going to play in this game or not, but it opened up Barrios. It opened up Crowder. Um, you know, Tyler Croft can get more involved. Like, I just I like the way that this offense looked with Mike White and even more than Mike White and Michael Carter, the way the Jets responded to Mike mm -hmm. White leading this team, I think was the most impressive thing out of everything. The comeback win, um, you know, Mike White tweeting Tom Brady. Sorry, I'm going to break all your records, all that stuff like the guy does not lack for confidence. We'll say that. And um I think the Colts are the better team. I do think they win this probably by a touchdown here, but the spread is too big. Double digits for this team. I don't know if I have that much confidence in the Colts to win by double digits. So I'm going to take the Jets. The number here at 46 kind of messes with me, but since it's Thursday night, let's roll with the over because that's more fun, right? Hit. That's in the over. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Um, It's tough because on paper, the, the Colts should just run over them, but – um, the Jets did show you something, and if anything, they're going to help uh, keep that clock moving with the check down uh, passes left and right there because that ain't changing this week. I'll tell you that much. So that'll keep things interesting. I think there will be points of plenty. I like the over more than the spread, to be honest, but I'll take the Jets. I'll take the over, and I'm looking forward to our, uh, our showdown podcast for you guys because mm. there's going to be a ton of ways to go in this game, a ton of ways, <laughs> the way the Jets throw things around and have a lot of cheap options to you. So get ready to download and listen to that one as well. Denver at Dallas, Dallas minus 10 over under 49 and a half. We assume Dak is going to be back, but if not, Koopa, Koopa rushed through for over 400 yards on Sunday night football with the game winning drive. Um, you going Dallas, you going Denver. I got to go Dallas in this one. And you know, it's look, Cooper rush was very impressive, but I mean, we're betting on Cooper rush to repeat or Mike white to repeat. Yeah. I don't know who I'd take. I think I would take Mike white. Cooper Rush has the better weapons, right? All he's got to do is kind of not screw up pretty much. Uh, but I just think Mike White has that swagger. I, I, I like watching that stuff. So uh, I'm going to take Dallas here, though. More, less because of how good Dallas is, and they're very, very good, but how bad Denver looked Ooh, against uh, Washington, you know? And they were lucky that they played Washington because they play many other teams. They play the Giants. They're losing. You know, they play the Bears, they're losing, right? So they got lucky that they drew Washington at Washington, one of Washington's worst moments. I mean, Montez Sweat fractured his jaw in that game. Um, Gibson was terrible. They only gave him 11 touches. They played, they gave all three backs 11 touches. Uh, Terry McLaurin didn't look like he's 100%. That defense is banged up, and they didn't uh, pass the ball all over them. So for that reason, I am going to take Dallas in this game. I will, I'll say this, though. I'm more confident in the over than I am in Dallas just because, you know, Trayvon Diggs has a sprained ankle. Anthony Brown's already bad. Uh, I just think that this could go point for point. I just think Teddy really needs to be healthy. Is he going to be healthy in this game? No. I'm not sure. That's why I'm taking Dallas, but I like that over, too. 
Yeah, I'm with you again on this. We're going to be simpatico because uh, I like Dallas a lot. This offense, especially if Dak comes back at home against this Denver team, which is dreadful right now to me. I think they're going to put up a ton of points, which means the over is definitely in play. And I don't think Denver's offense can keep up for more than maybe 14 to 17 points. But Dallas will put up 30 plus. So it ain't going to matter. So give me Dallas. Give me the over. I hope Dak comes back and just lights up the uh, the building on a, a Sunday morning to get our DFS started as well. Minnesota at Baltimore. Baltimore minus six, over under 49 and a half. Now it's not prime time, Cousins, so we might get good Kirk Cousins, Boggs, and Baltimore come <laughs> off a bye as well. So how do you break this one down? I mean, I think we have to – I think we got to go with the most recent iteration of Kirk Cousins we saw, which is bad Kirk Cousins. So Baltimore also coming off the bye uh, is going to make me go with Baltimore. They're at home. They're coming off the bye. Two weeks to script for this game. 49 and a half is tough, man. That that's that's the tough end of this game for me. I'm going to roll with the under here. I think both these defenses are a little bit underrated. Uh bad corners for Minnesota though makes me kind of wishy-washy on that. But I I like Baltimore more minus a 6, but I'll I'll also hit the under just cuz I think 49 and a half is too much for these guys. Well, now we get to have some fun cuz I'm going to go with Minnesota on this one. I think it's going to be a bounce back spot cuz you mentioned those corners on Baltimore and you can throw like I, Cousins, I know he had a bad week, but get Jefferson involved, get Thielen involved, maybe get uh, you know your running backs involved that have been tough. Conklin can be a play. Spread it out, make it happen. So I think Minnesota covers this game, keeps it close enough, and I like the over for that reason. If Minnesota covers, I think it's a little back-and-forth action. We get maybe high 20s, low 30s, little uh, ball game here in Baltimore to get things going for us. could be a fun, fun game stack as well. Las Vegas at the New York Giants. Vegas minus three on the road, over under 46 and a half. Giants looked good against the Chiefs, but, you know, weirdly enough, the Raiders might be better than the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know. Is it even that weird? Well, uh, if it would have told me that at the beginning of the season, yes. But I guess okay. right now, no. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm with you. Beginning of the season, absolutely. Um, I hate this game. because I think I hate this game because I like both these teams. But I think here's the main difference to me in this game. Las Vegas, and I don't know how you match these teams up this week. Las Vegas coming off the bye, obviously distracted. They've got a lot of off-field issues, but the record is good for Vegas, 5-2. and two. Um, The Giants played on Monday night. How are you giving one team 14 days and one team six? I don't understand that. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So because of that, I'm going to take Vegas on the road. Um, 46 and a half, such a good damn number. Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, you can't trust either defense. So I'll go with the over. This one's tricky. I'm going to go Vegas for sure. I like what they can do. You know, get another week to get the running backs healthy in that offense and cars doing some good things. Maybe we'll get a healthy Waller as well. So I just don't think the Giants defense can keep up with this. But um, I think the, you can move the ball on the Raiders. We've seen Danny Dimes and company. A lot of it depends on who's healthy, like uh, for, for the Giants on offense. But I'll go with the Raiders and the over as well. It'll be the same on this one. But um, it's a tough one. It's not a pretty game, but I think the yeah. Vegas walks in there and gets the job done yet again. Yeah, I'm with you. Atlanta at New Orleans. New Orleans minus six at home. Taysom Hill week. Over under 42. This is could have been a great game. Might be an, This is a tough one to pick, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, look, this is a rivalry game, and you're down a quarterback, right? So we know that the Saints are better than the Falcons. I don't think that's in question. How much better are the Saints with a second or third string quarterback than the current iteration of the Falcons? But the Falcons also lost the, one of their best offensive weapons too, Calvin Ridley, 
uh, taking a break from football for now. So um, I think I'm going to trust in the New Orleans defense and I'm going to take them and the under in this game. Uh, you've mentioned it a couple times. New Orleans is a different team at home, uh, much, much better team at home, I would say. And the under, just because we have a backup quarterback, um, the Falcons become fairly one dimensional. You know, it's not like Calvin Ridley isn't the biggest field stretcher or whatever, but he does represent a, a guy that you have to have covered probably by two people most of this game. So, I mean, you take him away, you put Coriel Patterson in there. Now you have a worse running back situation in Mike Davis getting most of the play there, which is not something I would have said before the season started, but <laughs> here we are, week nine. Um, so I'm going to take New Orleans and I'm going to take the under in this game. Yeah, it would be a little different here. I'm going to take Atlanta in this one because I just don't trust uh, Taysom Hill to be able to separate. I, honestly, if you told me Trevor Simeon was quarterback, I'd feel a little better about New Orleans, as weird as that sounds. Are we 100% positive that Taysom Hill is the quarterback? We are not. And that's part of okay. the problem with doing these picks right now. It's like it's supposed to be Taysom Hill, but it could still be Simeon. That's right. the problem. If it was Simeon, I'd feel better about New Orleans, to be honest. But I, I now, honestly, I feel like it's going to be Simeon. But it should be. We'd be smarter know. if they, they wanted to. But, you know, you know they, they want to play Hill if they can. They paid him the money. He's been drooling. Like, uh, Peyton's been drooling at this opportunity. So, mm-hmm. um, But I'm going to take Atlanta in this one. I'm going to take the over because, yes, New Orleans defense can be good. But the fact that Atlanta's you know, got Cordero Patterson in the backfield out wide, moving guys around, got pits all over the place, they can kind of mix things up. I'm not saying they're smart enough to do it right, but they can. And for that reason, I'm going to take the over as well. So give me Atlanta. Give me the over in this one. Houston at Miami. Oh. Miami's minus six and a half. And we, we we previewed this on Monday. They were minus seven. So the line's already changing. <laughs> Over under 46. I still think it's crazy to think that my Dolphins are almost a touchdown favorite to anybody. But yeah. then again, it's Houston, baby. So what do you got on this one? Oh, God, I hate this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Miami. Uh, I have uh, no trust in Houston. I think... Houston's record, they're four and four against the spread. Miami is two, five, and one. Uh, so I mean, maybe that will make you want to take Houston. Maybe you're gonna be a you know a masochist here and pick against your own team. I would understand that. I just the whole reason the whole reason I'm doing this because I just don't trust Davis Mills at all oh. whatsoever. So uh, not that I love what Miami has done with Tua. I think they're completely screwing with this kid way too much. I hope he gets on a different team next year and someone that, that just lets him uncork it. Right. Yes. That's what I want to see. Uh, I wish Miami would do it, but they are uh, just not willing to do it. So give me Miami and ugh, give me the under. I hate these offenses. Miami and the under. I'm taking Miami as well, and I got Miami's defense in my my most of my fantasy leagues picked up this week. Um, this is gonna be a a great review show on Monday. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna go with Miami in this one because even though they haven't let Tua uncork the last few weeks, he's still moving the ball, putting points up against some pretty good teams. So I'll take that with a grain of salt. Now he gets a Houston defense you can definitely exploit. We saw Devonte Parker come back last week, and he was a shape like you could tell too. It was comfortable having his guy back. He was peppering him early and often, which could help open things up for Jacek. And, and Waddle. Waddle still had a bunch of targets too. Yeah, so it's it's a big like they they want to throw the ball. So that they don't they're not opening it up, but they're throwing it way more than they're running it. So that should still help them move the ball. And Houston's defense not good. I'm taking the over though, just for the fact we've seen Houston get garbage time points left and right, and it could with a low total they could get like sneak in and get just enough to make this cover. 
So give me Miami. Give me the over. Don't bet either side of this game. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Buffalo minus 14 and a half road favorites over under 48 and a half bugs. Okay. Uh, this one, I'm just going to follow the trends. And the trends have been when. Urban Meyer stinks as a pro coach. It, that is the biggest trend. But <laughs> the trend as far as these big ass spreads go is that the team that's favored by a bunch of points wins and the game heads towards the under because these games all turn out like 34, 10, 35, three, something like that. So we just saw Jacksonville get their ass kicked coming off a of bye week. I don't think it gets better against Buffalo, even if they're playing at home. So give me Buffalo and give me the under. Yeah. I'm not gonna get too cute here. I'm hundred percent with you. Give me Buffalo. Give me the under. The only way this game goes over to me is if Buffalo scores 49 points. So um, they're going to walk in there because a, they didn't dominate Miami like they wanted to. So I think it's going to be a chip on the shoulder. B, they're going to just did Jacksonville so bad. Like in, in say, like we thought last week after a bye week was the week, Fox, and it was horrific against Seattle. So, yeah, Buffalo under. We move on. AFC North, Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off a ridiculous loss to the Jets. They're two and a half point favorites over under 46 and a half, Bogman. Yeah, look, um, for this game, I, I have to take the Bengals, and I can't believe I'm going to do it. Uh, you you and I both picked Cleveland to win this division. We think they're the better team than Cincinnati overall, but they are beat to a pulp right now. Um, Nick Chubb clearly was not 100% against Pittsburgh last week. Baker, obviously the same, not 100%. Jarvis Landry dropped so many passes. I can't believe he's 100% healthy. They're excusing OBJ from practice because now mm. apparently out of nowhere, there's a bunch of animosity between him and Baker, which I don't understand. I think it's all on OBJ and his dad's his side. Dad, that's stupid stuff his dad was putting oh, out on God, Oh, my stuff, God. Dude. It is so damn annoying. I am so sick of it. Uh, I, I hate that kind of crap. So I'll take the Bengals. Uh, give me under two because what I saw from uh, the Cleveland offense just – I have no faith in them putting up a ton of points. Even after we saw Cincinnati just get drubbed by magic, Mike white and, and, and those guys, I think they're going to bow up and play better defense in this game. And uh, we saw a classic, you know, AFC North AFC central type of battle between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I think we're going to get the same here between Cincinnati and Cleveland. Yeah. Cincinnati might have the best offense in the North. I'll say that much. So I'll take Cincinnati to cover for sure. I, I like them to win this game and potentially win by a touchdown. I don't know what Cleveland's doing. Like even last week when Chubb was back, I know he might not, but hundred percent, they still kind of didn't focus on Chubb like you should have potentially. So that was weird. Very, very weird. I'm going to go with the under with you as well. <laughs> I just have a weird feeling. A we've seen one. these guys, we, we've seen these two teams play last year and they were in shootouts and I know Baker's a mess, but you know, maybe another week of Jarvis coming back. I'm going to take the under, but I I'm kind of, I'm hoping somebody pops off in this game. New England at Carolina, New England minus three and a half over under a, four, a lot of low unders. Uh, we talked about this on Monday. A lot of low over unders yeah. this week. This one's 41, Bogman. We go on. Uh, is, yeah, and Sam Darnold looks to be out, and so does um, CMC's out again. He's eligible to come back. He'll be out again. So it's going to be a rough one for Carolina. Yeah. I mean, and for that reason, I'm going to take New England. This feels like a trap, though, right? Yes, after this last feels. Week. Remember how New England was at home against Houston and Houston. Um, beat the spread in that game. That, that is what this. That is what this feels like right yeah. here. It feels like one of those, you know, uh, where you you have no respect for Carolina without Sam Darnold. But how much worse has PJ Walker than Sam Darnold been this year? 
I don't know if he's that much worse. I, look, I'm saying all this. I'm still taking New England. I can't trust Carolina as far as I can throw them. Their defense plays real well. The over-under is trickier for me in this game, even though uh, it's so low at 41 points. Ugh. Um, I'm going to take the under. I don't trust Carolina's offense to do anything. Uh, I think their defense plays well. Uh, also, this feels like a 14-10 to 10 game to me. So give me New England and give me the under. Yeah, I'll take New England in the under as well. I think New England wins this pretty comfortably. It could even be like a 21-17 game, and the, go- the game still goes under. Like, I don't see a, a massive amount of points because Carolina, I just don't see scoring a ton, and New England will kind of control the pace of the game. I think it's a big um, a big uh, Harris game on the ground again. So uh, give me New England, give me the under, and they're starting to look good. It's not like sexy and flashy like it's been in years past, but New England's putting good football games together again, which is – Another tip of the cap to Bill Belichick. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, Chargers at Philadelphia. Chargers minus one and a half on the road after that big loss against New England at home off a of bye. Totals 50 bucks. Yeah, look, I know that um, Philly has a little momentum and they're playing at home. Chargers have to go all the way across country. They just look bad coming off a of bye against New England. Uh, I just think that the level of team between Philly uh, playing Detroit and yeah. Philly, you know, the Chargers playing New England is different. I'm going to take the chargers on the road here. Um, I'm also going to take the under in this game because I, while Philly beat the crap out of Detroit, Detroit made so many mistakes on offense. You only put up six points against Philly. I think that's pathetic. The chargers are going to do way, way better against them. So uh, give me uh, the chargers and uh, give me the under. I just have no trust in Jalen hurts and Philly doesn't either. You know, they didn't want him to throw the ball last week. I know the Chargers have the worst run D in the NFL, all that stuff. So Philly's going to run against them. That lends towards the under, though. That burns clock real fast. So give me the Chargers. Give me the under. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of same picks, it feels like, this week. So I'm taking Chargers in the under as well. Like, I'm tempted to go over, but I think it's one of those where the Chargers do their thing and their defense keeps Hurts in check because Hurts is not that good. So and I think the Chargers make a statement here and get, get the W on the road. So give me Chargers. Give me the under. Good bounce back spot for LA. Arizona at San Francisco. Arizona minus one and a half over under 45 and a half. Kyler Murray is not practicing where they said he doesn't have to. He can still play. I think he plays, but he's banged up. So keep that in mind. You still going with Arizona on the road or are you thinking, you know, we saw a new revelation with the Niners last week? I mean, I don't think we saw anything new with the Niners. They played a good game. They played the Bears. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they they played the Bears who, you know, couldn't get rid of the ball. So uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Arizona here. Uh, y'all, let's also remember they get extra rest uh, in this game because uh, they, they played on Thursday. So I can take the Cardinals on the road. I hate this over under. I run away from it, but um, I don't trust either defense. So I'm going to take the cards and the over. Yeah, it's a tough game. Tough game because Arizona, if everyone was healthy, would blow the doors off of them, I think. I still think they get the job done, though. So give me Arizona in this one because I just don't trust the Niners at all. I don't trust them at all. But give me the over. Is this is a, they let these teams like to shoot it out. So give me Arizona. Give me the over. Um, another kind of uh, game this week. <laughs> Talk about ew, games this week. When we, re- when we previewed Green Bay, Kansas City on Monday, we were pumped for this game. Yeah. Now Rodgers we, well, is- yeah, I, I, I was pumped for it, Bubba, because it was Kansas City by two and a half. And I was like, how the hell are they getting points? They look miserable. You know, what's and pretty now, impressive. Jordan it, Love, you know. you know, Aaron Rodgers is apparently worth five points. That tells you a lot about the yeah. Green Bay team because 
Kansas City's minus seven and a half now because immune. We found out today immunized is not the same as vaccinated, so that's good to know. But hey, if he really was John Wick, John Wick would never get COVID. Just realize that. That's true. Um, uh, COVID would be afraid of John. Yes, Wick, COVID would sure. be afraid of John Wick. Um, over under forty eight, Bogman. Are you jumping KC over a touchdown? I know it's love, but KC's been bad. Uh, KC this year. Why, why don't they don't you cover take... the spread? They don't cover. Uh, what do you say? Eight games. What do you, what do you think the record seven. is? Two and six. Okay, I knew it's bad. I pretty much I bet against them pretty much every week, and I think I've <laughs> I think it's like one, two weeks I haven't, and it's when they covered probably. One team is worse than Kansas City against the spread. Do you know who it is? One team. Is it a good team? No. Okay, then give me the give me the Texan. No, they've covered more than that. Um, give me the Jets. Washington football team. That was my third guess. Darn it. <laughs> that was the one. I knew it was one of these three. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Green Bay. Uh, I'm going to take Green Bay. I don't think Kansas City is really in the spot to beat too many teams by seven and a half. Uh, I, you know, last week I picked against Green Bay without Devontae Adams. Of course, it was a different situation. They're playing an undefeated team on short rest on the road, and they still came out in that game. Uh, look, Jordan Love, uh, he got all first team reps the whole off season when Aaron Rodgers was dicking around doing whatever. So uh, I think that they're not going to have to pair back this offense for him. They're not going to have to simplify it. They're not going to have to change too much of what they do. So I'm going to take green Bay and I'm going to take the over. Cause I don't trust either one of these defenses. You're a smart man. Bob. I'm taking green Bay as well, because a couple things, Devonte Adams, I don't care who your quarterback is just fine. Like I saw, I can't remember uh, who tweeted it out. They retweeted it today from a, preseason tweet when they didn't know if Rodgers would be in and showed all of his games without Aaron Rodgers. He was quarterback 12 in PPR. Yeah. So he's still yeah. fine. Um, the other thing we're going to see a lot of check downs, Aaron Jones and a whole lot of AJ Dillon because it works and Kansas city can't stop it. So we're going to see a lot of that, a lot of clock management. They're going to cover. I'm going under okay. under in this one. We saw green Bay's defense bow up last week in Arizona. I see them doing just enough to keep this interesting green Bay under not the game we were hoping for. Sunday night football, Tennessee heads into L.A. to face the Rams at the SoFi Stadium. Rams minus 7.5 over under 53.5. Bogman. Uh, give me the Rams. Uh, look, I, I hate trusting the Rams because I feel like the Rams let me down so many times. They're 4-4, four and four, though. They're 4-4 four and four against the spread. Tennessee, actually really good, 6-2. and two, But you lose your best player. And not only your best player – the person that your entire offense is built around. And I appreciate them bringing in Adrian Martinez. I get it. Adrian Martinez, Adrian Martinez, quarterback of Nebraska, (laughs) Uh, Adrian Peterson. I appreciate them bringing him in because it says to me, we want to keep this offense the same, but I think in this game in particular, you're not going to be able to keep it the same. And that is a bad, bad matchup. Plus we get Von Miller with the Rams this week. That's going to be very, very interesting to see. Joseph Day should be back, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Vaughn Miller in that front four is dangerous. Uh, so I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I'm also going to take the under because 53 and a half is too many points. Uh, I think Sunday night is the one game that has gotten away from us a couple times. Don't think that's going to happen uh, in, in this game. I don't think it's going to be over at halftime or anything. But I do think that the Rams can cover seven and a half at home. So give me the Rams and the under. Give me the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Roll into go. L.A. They got, you know, got Peterson. 
You got a passing game. AJ Brown's a beast. Um, I know he's got a tough defense. I get it. I get it. There's weapons there to be had, and Tannehill can make some things happen. So give me Tennessee in this one and give me the over. It's going to be a shootout. Tennessee covers, keeps it within a touchdown. Rams win, but Tennessee gets it done. Tennessee and the over on Sunday night football. Let's head to Monday night. Bogman might be the only person watching this game. Chicago at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus six and a half over under of 40. Yeah, give me the Steelers and the under in this game. We just saw the Steelers play the Browns to a 15-10 game. They're doing it with defense, and the defense is – I wouldn't sit here and call it super healthy, but they looked very, very strong against Cleveland. Chicago isn't as beat up as Cleveland, but they're beat up. They're down there starting um, running back, Dave Montgomery, so they're still going with Khalil Herbert, who has been good, uh, but – I just think of Justin Fields trying to deal with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, and I don't know how he gets it done. So he might break off a couple and run up the middle. Hopefully they're going to spy with Devin Bush because he's super, super fast, and he's not really good at anything else. So um, I I would love to see him do that. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh in the under. I don't know how the Bears uh, are going to uh, score many points on offense, and we know the Steelers have a real hard time scoring points on offense. So. Steelers in the ender for me. Yeah, I wouldn't bet this game with your money, Bogman. But what I'm going to say is I'll take Chicago getting nearly a touchdown in this game because, like you said, I don't see Pittsburgh's offense doing anything either. So it's a rough one. I'll take the under. This might be one of the worst Monday Night Football games ever. I hope I'm proved wrong. (laughs) Prove me wrong. But um, this is a brutal one, and you guys get a first reaction when we recap and preview next week because it'll be right after that game ends. And uh, Bogman's either going to be super happy or super angry. That's so right, right after the game, too. Keep keep that one in mind. But I'm going to go Chicago in the under, and if Chicago covers, well, we know who's going to be happy and who's not. So um, that's going to be pretty fun as well. I don't but, care if Chicago covers. Yeah, I will be happy Pittsburgh if my win. Steelers win. Yes. That's all I care about. But uh, we'll see how all that plays out. But most importantly, that wraps up all 14 games in your week nine action. It's going to be ugly. Lines are going to change before Sunday because there's going to be more news that comes out. It's yeah. just going to happen. So buckle up. Get ready. And download the app, the Line Star app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store because there's a chat room in there that keeps you updated on all the good, fun stuff and things. Plus, as things change, projections change, the app will take care of you along those ways as well. Uh, check out the uh, Line Star on Twitter, at Line Star app, and at Line Star NFL, Bogman app, Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intric. Look for us on the Showdown Show and your Week 9 DFS preview later this week. But for now, catch you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by LineStar App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.